Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition, the podcast that brings you all the juicy and delicious facts, but also knows that health is all about balance. I am really excited about today's episode. It's also a very popular topic in my clinic, might I add. Weight loss and weight management are always hot topics, whether it's a 12-week program to get shredded or a fasting regime to drop three clothes sizes, Whole30, Keto, or a diet that pretends it's not a diet, I'm looking at you, Noom. Today, I want to talk seriously about dieting. I'm going to discuss the effects it has on our bodies and our health, and whether or not dieting actually works in the weight loss department. If you've ever been on a diet, thought about going on a diet, tried to lose weight, or thought about trying to lose weight, then this is certainly an episode for you. If you've ever wondered why a diet hasn't worked at all, or perhaps why it did work but only in the short term, or it worked so well for your best friend and your mum but didn't actually work that well for you, then prepare to be amazed. Today I'm diving into the real world when it comes to weight loss, weight management and dieting. I'm also releasing a free ebook with this podcast because I am so passionate about this information and I want to get it out there for everyone to read, learn and know. I want you, your mum, your best friend, your brother, and your nan to be educated and empowered the next time you or your loved ones are considering a diet for weight loss. So put down your low-fat yogurt, leave your protein shake on the bench, and strap in for some mind-blowing nutritional information. If you're a regular listener, then you know how much I love a good definition and a strong foundation before I launch into any topic. So let's get the definitions sorted first. Weight management. Weight management is, by definition, the phrase used to describe both the techniques and underlying physiological processes that contribute to a person's ability to attain and maintain a certain weight. Most successful weight management techniques encompass long-term lifestyle strategies that promote healthy eating and daily physical activity. Dieting. Dieting is usually a special food course to which a person restricts themselves either to lose weight or for medical reasons. It's very popular these days for people to label the way they eat. For example, vegetarian, vegan, paleo, keto, gluten-free, etc. So when referring to diet or dieting, this is generally what we mean. So why do we need to manage our weight? The bottom line is that it's very important to manage weight for our overall health. Being overweight or obese is more likely to lead to diet-related diseases, which is why it's encouraged to maintain a healthy weight. Now that sentence in itself, um, the words healthy weight in particular, presents a whole range of problems, which again is why I have written a free ebook to complement this episode. Make sure you download it from my website once you've finished listening. So yes, maintaining a healthy weight is important for our health, but in a world where we're constantly bombarded outsmarted and led to believe that we need to change, the weight management messages gets warped into being super skinny or going to the gym twice a day every day to burn thousands of calories or following ridiculous diets so you can be slimmer, prettier, happier, and on top of that, have chiseled abs. It's sadly become a battle to love our bodies and to be comfortable in our own skin, let alone our own clothes. It's also a battle to follow the right advice. What is the right advice? How confusing and overwhelming is it to find information that isn't contradictory when it comes to health and dieting? 
This is half the reason I decided to study clinical nutrition in the first place. No, not a six-week eat this nutrition course, but an actual science degree to get the real answers and to actually figure out how the body works from a biological level and then incorporate foods to help nurture, heal, and nourish. I'll tell you one thing that doesn't allow you to do any of that, as in nourish, have a healthy relationship with your body and food and heal, and that's dieting. Now, when I say dieting, I'm talking about most types of diets, fad diets, diets that pretend not to be diets, and diets that cleverly tell you that you're not dieting, you're just being good. So why do we need diets? Well, we don't, but they're a sensational moneymaker. In fact, it's about a $72 billion industry, crazy. Diets are also sold to us like gold, You could be this skinny and this happy and this rich and have a smile that shines as bright as your perfectly sculpted butt. Yeah, right. Why do people choose to go on a diet? People might choose to go on a diet for many reasons. One of the most common is for weight loss purposes. Coming in a close second is for medical reasons, which some may argue are the same thing, but I'm more so referring to things like food intolerances or food sensitivities, digestive issues, things like that. Then we have athletes looking to improve their physical performance or recovery. Someone also mentioned to me that peer pressure should enter into this category, and I think that it's very valid. If your friend is going on a diet, then it might make you think about going on a diet. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that there is certainly a place for therapeutic diets, but for very specific reasons, mostly short term, and only when administered by a trained professional. It's not as easy as jumping into a diet, The proper background research, professional coaching and guidance should be administered if you're looking to do it safely and correctly. Do diets actually work? The million dollar question. My question is, how much time do you have? Short term, you may see some changes such as weight loss on the scales, which is really just water loss. But in the long term, diets just don't work. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, Belinda, I've been on a successful diet or eating regime for five plus years, and I've managed to lose the amount of weight I've wanted. I've also managed to keep it off. I have a great relationship with food and I love my body as it is. Then you've just joined the glorious 0.75% of people who also claim that this is true. Let me give you the very short version of what actually happens to our bodies when we're on a diet. Okay. I want you to imagine that there is a food shortage. Seriously, we are running out of food. You have access to a teeny tiny amount of food, but who knows how long it'll last. Close your eyes and imagine this for a few seconds. There is no question that everything in your life would become about food. You would look for food, limit and ration the food you already have, then eat a lot as soon as you find a big stash of food. There would be surges of adrenaline during this food shortage, which gives you the energy you need to function, well, to search for food. But your metabolism, or the chemical process your body uses to convert food into energy, would cleverly slow down to utilize and save the nutrients you're eating. Being forced to eat less, you may lose weight, but your metabolism would slow down even more to make sure you don't lose too much weight too fast because, bottom line, you'll die. So in this scenario, the food shortage is a diet, the limit and ration food is you on a diet, and the eating a lot when you find a big stash of food is the inevitable binging that happens when deprivation and restriction enter your life. 
fast forward and the bottom line is we need to eat. Your brain and body will actually start to fight back and inevitably win against weight loss because survival is everything. It's basic biology. Here's an interesting fact. Whenever your weight changes too much, your brain will intervene to push it back to what it thinks is the correct weight for you. And you might not prefer the same weight your brain prefers. Many of us don't. But that is basically the heart of why diets don't work. Diets also set you up to have an unhealthy relationship with food and your body. This can also lead to disordered eating and issues mentally when it comes to the foods we eat. Even seemingly healthy diets can lead people down the path of extreme commitment. For example, if someone is obsessed with clean eating, this can turn into an anxiety, a fear or phobia of certain foods. The question is, why aren't we dieting pros by now? There are so many experts telling you to eat this, avoid that, drink this, or this superfood is the secret to weight loss. I want to talk about something called set point weight. Body weight is regulated by your brain. This means that if your weight changes too much too quickly, think a six-week diet shred, your brain and your body will actually start fighting back and push you back to what it thinks is the correct weight for you. As I said before, you may not prefer the same weight as your brain prefers, and you might not be listening to this podcast if you did, but this is one of the main reasons why dieting does not work. Let's talk about body fat specifically. Your brain measures the level of body fat using leptin. So this is a hormone that's released into the bloodstream by the fat cells. Leptin communicates with your brain. Well, your hypothalamus, if you want to get technical. Everyone has a certain level of body fat that their bodies favor, and your brain will defend this amount. Again, even if it's not your desired amount. As you begin to lose weight, the amount of leptin in the bloodstream will decrease. And this is what tells your brain to fight back and bring the fat back. Yes, it's basically doing the exact opposite of what you want it to do. Try as we might, but it's very hard to beat out biology. Welcome to the stage, starvation response. This reaction is one we've all had at some stage or another. It could be from dieting or perhaps skipping your brekkie and lunch because you had a big meeting or perhaps even forgetting to eat. This response makes any food, no matter how long it's been sitting out for or how many children have had their fingers in it, look delicious. Your body and brain make cravings impossible to ignore. This is why there is no such thing as willpower You'll never win this battle of survival against your brain and your body. Dieting is stressful and it actually increases stress hormones in your body, which are also linked to weight gain. Dieting encourages you to suppress and disregard your hunger, which in the long term can make it harder to listen to your body when it comes to natural hunger cues. When was the last time you felt hungry and then ate something as opposed to looking at the clock and going, oh, it's lunchtime? In a world where we're dictated by time, schedules, and allocated breaks, it's actually quite an art to get back to listening to your body and being able to identify hunger cues. If this is something you'd like a bit more information about, please let me know. I think it'd be an interesting podcast topic. How to spot a diet. Now keep this little list handy. It promotes very fast weight loss without professional supervision. It focuses on short-term changes to your eating or exercise. It focuses on weight loss. It uses any or all of the following words, fat blasting, fat melting, metabolism boosting, get shredded. It disguises itself as a lifestyle change, 
but is actually impossible to do short and long-term, let alone for life. An A-list Hollywood celebrity used it and it was amazing. It wants you to do before and after photos. It includes pills, fat loss supplements, mirror replacements like shakes and protein bars, and processed weight loss foods. Someone is selling it to you. That's a big one. It has rigid rules. It has rules that are disguised with words, this is not a diet. It wants to cut out an entire food group or groups. So arm yourselves. These diets and their clever marketing campaigns are getting smarter by the day and also way more accessible considering we don't really go anywhere without our phones, the internet, or our emails. BMI. I also want to make quick mention of the good old BMI or the Body Mass Index Measurement. No doubt we've all heard of this one or had it done. This is an index value that claims to determine whether you are in a healthy weight range for your height. I have renamed the Body Mass Index or BMI to Blatantly Misinformed. See what I did there? Basically, this measurement takes your weight and height into consideration. There's a fancy little calculation that takes place, and then you become a dot on a scale that tells you if you're within your recommended weight range, you're overweight, or you're obese. Now, what it doesn't take into consideration is anything to do with your actual health. How about blood pressure, body type, family history, metabolism, immunity, bone density, hormones? No. Here's an interesting fact for you. This maths equation was first published in 1959 by an insurance company as a way of clarifying their rates. It was actually criticized by scientists at the time as they claimed that it should never be used for individual diagnosis. The simplicity of this equation became both convenient and easy for insurance companies to use and so became widely used in 1985 as an indicator of health. So before you get caught up with the numbers, and I know we all love numbers and stats, remember that your health is much more than just a mass equation developed by an insurance company. Now, with all of this information, I thought I'd wrap this episode up with my tips for weight management. So what I'm about to say here today is something that is a game changer to so many of my clients, and I hope it'll be a game changer for you too. Are you ready? Weight loss is a byproduct of health. If you're healthy, you will lose weight. So many people have it the other way around. I need to lose weight to be healthy, when in actual fact, if you're healthy, you will lose weight. This just goes to show that weight loss is so much more than a number on a scale or a clothing size or a dot on the BMI scale. It's an overall picture of your general health. Once you address the underlying issues and get your health back on track, the weight will naturally drop off if it needs to. Weight loss should never be the focus of a health journey. It's just the byproduct. In fact, we'd all be healthier if we focused our efforts on healthy behaviors rather than weight. So with that in mind, here are my top four weight management tips. One, eat real food and drink water. Nutrition shouldn't be hard. Eat fresh whole foods vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, eggs, meats, lentils, and think 80-20. Remember that deprivation and restriction breed obsession. You are allowed to eat a brownie. Drink water. Optimal hydration is a key component of your health, so aim for a minimum of 1.5 to 2.5 liters each day. Number two, listen to your body. In a busy, stressful world where we've become incredible multitaskers, think about it. We even have apps to tell us how well we sleep at night. 
we've somehow forgotten to listen to our body. Our bodies are constantly talking to us and we are constantly missing the cues and the symptoms. This is something that takes time, believe it or not. But once we get back to listening, you'll start to become more in tune with feelings. Am I hungry or thirsty? Am I bored or stressed? When we get back to listening to our bodies, we can also work out when we've eaten enough. And instead of eating more than you need, you'll actually be able to stop and be satisfied. Be present. There's nothing that hurts my soul more than a client that tells me they've given up carbs or they're cutting out sugar, ditching chocolate or not having a birthday cake this year because they're trying to be good. Believe me, I've heard it all. Deprivation and restriction breed obsession and guilt. So instead of extreme diets or convincing yourself that being good isn't a diet, it's time to ditch the rules and be in the moment. No more scoffing a block of chocolate in two seconds and then feeling guilty for days. Instead, be present and actually let yourself have some chocolate. Eat it, enjoy it, and then move on. Don't get stuck on feeling guilty about it. Are you thinking, but I'll eat the whole block or... I don't think I can do this. If this is you, I think you'll really enjoy my free ebook. And if you don't want to do it alone, a nutritionist is always a great companion to have during a weight management journey. Remember that everyone is different and that's why diets don't work for everyone. You are completely unique. And number four, be confident. You only get one body, one life, one chance to do all of the things you want to do, love all the people you want to love, Why would you waste precious energy and time on worrying about being thinner or smaller or musclier? Be confident and be proud. Next time you look in the mirror, instead of picking out all of the things you don't necessarily like about yourself, focus on all of the things you do like. Confidence is key. And also, be kind to yourself. Remember that you are in control of your health and you know your body better than anyone. The generalized approach to health is so yesterday. Remember that all diets exist because they did work on someone, but we are all so different. I've had clients who have been on a paleo diet thinking that they're doing their body a favor, only to realize that nuts were way too harsh on their digestion and endured painful digestive issues for a diet. If anything in this podcast has resonated with you, or you want to learn more, then please download the free ebook from my website www.thetravellingnutritionistaustralia.com. Also, get in touch if you'd like some professional advice, a health journey buddy, or if you're ready to stop dieting and start putting your health first. I really hope to hear from you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me today and learning all the things you need to know about nutrition and your body. If you want to learn more about today's topic or have a question you'd like answered, please jump onto my website, thetravellingnutritionistaustralia.com and find the podcast tab. All the references are also available should you wish to dive a little deeper. Remember, it's not the things that you eat and do occasionally that matter. It's the things that you eat and do every day that really count. Until next time, always choose the good stuff because you and your health are worth it.